This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Zanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. I'm Kevin. I, I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? Some of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Kevin. Well, Daniel didn't go yet. Because <laughs> you're before him. Since when? Something. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Always God. Happened. No way. Why? <laughs> no, and see, Eric jumped in front of Daniel. And <laughs> no, something happened with my mic. Like, the whole thing just muted itself. Like, the lights and everything turned itself off. Uh huh. Oh no. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I screwed it up. No, 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 you didn't. No, that was that was my computer going haywire and telling me that I'm a bad person. Mm. Which I know. And I hear, it's, and it's I hear the you... thunder. I better <laughs> run. I better day. take cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I live in the land down under. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, since Eric's Eric and I'm Genesee, who are you? I'm don't embarrassed. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with uh, it. It's uh, fine. Yeah, and I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Say I'm with. Yeah. I, I didn't stupid. know that we were actually going to be on a train wreck. <laughs> we did wow, that week. was like a. Is this better be like a real bad dress rehearsal? And when Daniel and I go like this, we form Team Awesome. <laughs> team know, Awesome. Like mm. Twins. There's like flamethrowers in the background and lightning and you know there's lasers and dinosaurs stuff. and stuff. It's yeah. very very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> are, are you set, Daniel? You know, we we only have the half hour lead up period. <laughs> yeah, right. Day. Then it's all right. News. Right. Um. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Surprisingly, <laughs> today is Friday, September twenty first, and this is episode seventy four in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. We have a little bit of news to start with before we get to the actual story. I'd like to give a huge shout out to the Swiss, who are awesome. <laughs> and I love the Swiss. I know. Their cheese is so good. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and I already nice. made that joke. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> They're like three jokes amazing. too late. Okay, and I know that you have some stuff you want to go over as well, Dungeon Master, so I'm going to let you go with that before we get to the story. Okay, just to let you know, uh, there is now, in addition to our normal RSS feed, there is a um, torrent feed that is going to be updated when new episodes go out, because apparently some of you out there like pretending that you're pirates and um, so forth, but these are authorized torrents, and uh, the link will be available via the Twitter feed and also the Facebook page. We know a lot of people are downloading and enjoying the show, but you're not on Facebook or you're not on Twitter and actually communicating with us. We'd love to hear from you more directly and Shame on you. and so forth. <laughs> Shame. Um, Shame. As an administrative note, everyone is actually here. 
Uh, Amazing. Oh, remember. my gosh. But just remember, Thumbs even though up. Xanatari is sick this week, she still sounds better than you when she's sick. Oh, you're sweet. Um, some other some other administrative stuff, if we can. Um, if anyone wants to leave a review on the iTunes store or just click on the happy stars, that would be really helpful. And I really appreciate people going to rpgpodcast.com, um, is it? Mm-hmm. And leaving uh, and upping the episodes on there because that helps us to get people to come and listen. And we are streaming right now. Obviously, those of you in the chat room or Ninjinx knows that. Um, but if you're listening, you can visit our streams. You'll be an episode ahead or two. Um, but they are at 10.30 Eastern Time on the Twitch channel. which is Ninjinx Twitch. is a crowd all by herself. She's a crowd. She's awesome. On Fridays, yes. And I always link link it when I announce this, but I think it's twitch.com slash Genesee. And in addition, it appears that uh, the Gamers Table podcast has done a review or at least listened in, in mass to the Slurp Slurp uh, trilogy. And they liked it, so they gave us some uh, tweet love today, and we appreciate that as well. So, let me get into this, because we have had an absentee member for a few weeks, so I have a couple of questions for you, Mithrin. Yes, I have. I would, first of all, like to do two things. One, I apologize for missing so many weeks. Um, and two, I would like everyone to notice that it is hoodie time again. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, the, t- the temperature has come down, so now I can you know, like totally get storyteller. Oh, you're like a right. Sith. Yes. So, right. so with, with right. the comfortable fabric, I, I have I have a question <laughs> for you. It's breathable, yeah. With with the breathable, um, mm-hmm. let's see, which is more breathable, your hoodie or fluffy? Mm. <laughs> if I had to wear fluffy, you thought it'd no. smell bad on the outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, like yes. a bad tauntaun. Yes. yes. Okay. How about this? I'm still traumatized. Um, Please, guys. Yeah. How about this, uh, Mithrin? If there is a cause, there is sometimes an effect. True. Um, well, always true, but yeah. Y- you know, I'm, I'm sure for those who live in England where it's the land of the closed circuit uh, uh, television and everything, um, how would you like to be framed for murder of a giant? Um, I probably wouldn't care for it uh, too much. I, I would probably I, protest, yeah. Uh, and, and, and what, what if the female significant other is, uh, right now, uh, laying dead in front of, uh, Mithrin and the rest of the party? Um, I would probably be shocked and a little bit surprised, uh, and maybe be like, uh, how did that happen, guys? Very good. Well, you, Mithrin, (laughs) along with the rest of our listeners, can tune in. this coming Monday and find out what the hell happened. (laughs) Find out what happened to your own character. Yay! All right. Uh, in all actuality, what happened last week, and there's a small uh, clear-up note, is the party had been standing outside, had been given the opportunity um, to raise their flag that they had been given, and uh, uh, each carrying their own personal flags now as well. And they had a Minotaur guide. His name was Guillermo, or as they later found out, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> you figure out the pond yourself. Uh, it's yes. a bunch of minotaurs. Work through it. Thanks. Mm. Um, when they were accosted by a female giant and an extremely large giant direwolf, the party, through swift negotiation, uh, 
largely, I think, through the viewpoint of Xanatari walking up there and presenting the middle finger most boldly. Anyone else mm. want to negotiate? Uh, <laughs> managed to help defuse the situation after uh, Fluffy uh, expired. <gasps> but what? at the end, oh. Fluffy, Fluffy proved that he was more akin to a Time Lord and uh, is back. Oh. However, there is a dead giant to deal with, along with uh, Guillermo having cut his own throat out um, due to the oversight that led the giantess to the party. Mm. Whoa, hello. So you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy this, uh, Kevin and others, um, coming up. The, so. the part that I wanted to make note of that wasn't clear to some listeners uh, in the live stream last week is that the giantess was wearing her husband's armor, and that's why it was extremely ill-fitting and, you know, didn't, like, fit in place. She basically had gone and uh, pillaged his stuff and was using that to exact vengeance against the party. So, um, dead minotaur, not dead spider, dead giantess. And, uh, the party is standing out in front of the, um, the city. Their flag is flying, and you have been informed as a whole that the sword that is embedded into the top of the flagpole will be replaced by something else. Being led back into the city eventually, um, as, a the body of the giantess is uh, slowly dragged away. They are met by another minotaur. This one seems to be mm, not dressed much differently than Guillermo, but seems to be presenting a better aspect that seems to focus me to say seems to way too damn much. Damn it! <laughs> the words. The words. <laughs> <clears throat> say horror. No. <laughs> no. Because if I say the word that you think I say, it's going to be like, uh, oh, by the way, um, Mithrin, uh, last week, Thorn invented swearing. Oh, Ooh, true, good job, dude. True multidimensional swearing. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud. It's like, the single word that stopped the entire universe. Yes. I can now say I know that guy who did that. Mm. That's yes. pretty great. It's not so uh, it is clear that this Minotaur is either a priest or some manner of holy warrior. Maybe a little too good goody shoes, but uh, kind of maybe beats um, the vibe people are getting off Guillermo. The outside of the city remains unchanged. The inside, as you come wandering in, you realize has changed slightly. The overall mapping of the streets seems to make much more sense to you than it did when you entered in the first time. Uh, sort of like if you wanted to find out where to go, you kind of maybe have something of an innate sense towards that. Any reaction to that stuff? That's so, very convenient. Did you say it, it, the city has changed or our perception of it has changed? Either or. Results unclear. Okay. 
Please dial again. Call again. Um, maybe I'm I'm not very good at it, but I'm gonna try it anyway. I'm gonna try an arcana check to see whether there's some sort of shielding or something that's changing the perspective of the city. Like kind of like imagine um looking uh through a telescope that when you sort of took a step to the side, the entire layout of the city sort of changes or shifts. Okay. Um, something like that. Like Dark City, where like actually physically the buildings move and stuff. No, no, it's it's kind of like a I guess like a perception filter. I guess kind of think of the TARDIS. Like if um you look at the TARDIS, you don't really take note that it's there. It's just part of the background. But in this case, it's sort of like you're looking at the city. You can't help to look, but look at the city. But every time you like move around, like. The streets rearrange themselves, even though they're not actually rearranging themselves. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. an inception mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. That's, or it could uh, be like Dark City. <laughs> no, well. really not. I've never seen Dark City. So. Oh, um, that's a 13. Okay. Let's just say that your attempts and your efforts are recognized by this Minotaur who looks at you, does kind of a, a, a sniff of the air in, in states. It's a little-known fact that when minotaurs die, much like bees, they give off a scent of warning. You apparently have much minotaur blood on your hands. And we um, I would <laughs> like to subconsciously wipe my hands on my pants. <laughs> the... Attempt, though, um, while not successful in giving you a direct insight, uh, whether by hook or by chance, the Minotaur tells you that as a citizen, you are entitled to the protections of the city. And it being a labyrinth, sometimes uh, cover afforded by a twist or a turn can be of great use. But also having to go out and fish other races or citizens out from the labyrinth can get annoying. So they've sort of, it's a perception thing. And you are urged to not lose, um, your personal flags, your small little ones, your small cloths, handkerchiefs type things. Um, lest you, you know, if, if you step further into the city. Before we go on, does anybody have any reactions as far as last week that they want to tie up before moving on regarding the giantess or so forth? Um, I'd probably still be in shock in the fact that Fluffy died and then came back. Like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that whole thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm not saying much. Okay. I'm presuming that you've gotten Fluffy already back, uh, re- re-armored and so forth? Um, not as yet. Um, kind of think of it like I've just seen, um, a man walk into the middle of the street, explode, and then get up, brush himself off, and, like, walk into a coffee shop. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, my, my mouth is, like, trying to form words, like, moving, but, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey? I have a question. 
Mm-hmm. Is Fluffy going to go back to the stable where he was, or is he coming with us? Because then, then I want Clyde. That's uh, up to you guys. Thorn, are you, are you going to have Fluffy close at hand, or are you going <laughs> to... Hell yeah, I am. Okay. Um, Genitari, if you want to go get Clyde, you can. If we're going to venture else? further in, then I would like to have him if we're bringing him out. Entirely yeah, does it seem... Does it seem... Uh, uh, can't think of the word. Like, is that is that silly to think that we can bring mounts into the city? It would actually probably make more sense because the road system, this place is all sorts of out of perspective in terms of size. Okay. And from your new vantage point with your um, citizenship flags, you can kind of see that you could get around on foot easy enough, but there's enough traffic out there and roads that, you know, you may want something. Either or, it's up to you. Do well, the Minotaurs have, like, speed, like torrents, where they can run fast, and so we'd need mounts to, like, keep up? No. No, okay. No, Minotaurs tend to be more hide and hit and run or, you know, get you. So there's a lot of turns where you can turn around, come around a corner, think everything's fine. And you've got three minotaurs staring at you in the face and charging at you. So, um, Xantari is going to get Clyde. Uh, Fluffy is with Thorn. Do you want Dagger Rock? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that he would not feel good about being left behind either. So, okay. Imagine I don't have much choice in that. And I'll, and I'll <laughs> fetch Money Carrier. Okay. Dagger Rock, um, doesn't really kind of like this minotaur. Sort of giving it a a higher airs mm. sort of viewpoint. Um, <laughs> You've just been looked down on by a horse. <laughs> yeah, it's you know Dagger Rock, of course, does does his own thing, but yeah. you can tell some alignment mismatching isn't going on quite so much here. Right. The party um, is given a moment to correct their horses and mounts and everything else for for a moment, and then the Minotaur addresses you both. We've come to understand through your visit with the Vizier that each of you is here because of some issues in the outside world. We understand that there may be some assistance gained here. Assistance or it's at the very least information. To which information are you searching for exactly? There's a number of brokers we could point you towards. I'm I'm not sure that a specific broker may be of of use to us. We have sensed trouble, <laughs> to put it lightly, uh, outside of here, and uh, it seems to be tracking back to here. So we're 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 trying to find the the source of said trouble. There's a degree of pause as uh, the Minotaur sort of scratches at his scratches his face and goes, "Ah, troubleshooters, sources. Yes, well, there's only one real source that I could quite think of at this point in time, but what is it? Hmm." He turns around and extends a, uh, a finger towards the um, sun and 
uh, moon combination orb that's yeah. floating in the city. And he tells you that the city right now is in its light period. It's during the day. It's you know sort yeah. of safe. This is where the you know things. When it tends to get dark out for great periods, the mm, the city becomes less of a tourist destination, shall we what, say, for a bit. What uh, what length of periods are we talking here? I think just simply being part of it for a second is a bit much for most. There tends to be problems when this happens, but um, we're you doing like a soon. you mean like a female giantess trying to kill you or wrongfully thinking that you killed her husband? That's not there's, after dark. There's kind of a kind of a smirk, and then there's sort of a very solemn, you know, dry toast kind of reply the city did apologize and make reparations for that incident i'm I'm just pointing out that we've seen to run into a a few problems and it hasn't been dark yet so i'm just trying to get a a gauge on on what degree of 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 troubles we'll be expecting judging from the moon outside it should be quite an interesting time but we're trying to find out if what is happening out there is causing the speed up of towards night in here. It's most distressing. We weren't expecting this for another couple decades. Oh, so that's the type of period of time you're talking so, about. Yeah, so I, I'd just like to interrupt the Minotaur guy while he's talking to me. Like, so... So your night in the city lasts for longer than 12 hours, say, like more like maybe 12 years. Oh, the night lasts for a night in the points outside the gate. There, it seems to be a bit of a different perspective as to how long things last. But for here, it's, hmm, it's a good eight hours again. So there's some kind of time thing going on. Okay. Oh, that's right. You weren't aware. The uh, time that you were in with the Vizier? Yeah. Apparently a week passed on the outside world. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because that giantess was uh, stalking you guys for a while. Um, Word. Okay. The direction of the Minotaur is kind of blunt in that if you want a source, I can take you directly to one. I don't know if this is what you seek, but we can we tend to have a large degree of problems with this one spot. Are there drow there? <laughs> <laughs> There's a very narrowing of the of the eyes of this Minotaur. Like if he could have X ray vision or was trying to peel away any illusions from you all to find out if you were actually a drow raiding party, you have either just gone up his shit list or down it because you are fighting the drow. Do you... I know Xanatari has something from the drow on her, but do any of you have any trophies of the drow presented? You mean like a giant spider? Well, the giant spider. You know, the giant, the giant spider could have come from Lowe's or the lumber yard or <laughs> Lowe's. Some <laughs> really yeah, like, bad like cleaning area, you know. 
I got him got on a sale wheelbarrow for twenty nine ninety five. There was there was that Mr. Pib in a gross serum accident that spilled and <laughs> instead of getting radioactive powers, it just grew into a giant and <laughs> Thorn collected a lot of box tops. Yeah, by the way, I thought Fluffy was gonna be like something special, man. I was hoping he was gonna come back like super super spider. Oh he's just yeah, purple. Like- super fluffy, yeah. super fluffy he was gonna being be like- as fluffy as fluffy can. <laughs> So fluffy like a kitten, or I don't know. He, he now has the ability to the play the bongos. Hanging around mm, like fluffy legs. can. Being this, ridden this is by a dog. <laughs> kids, go ask your parents about the Don't even Spider-Man. start with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no. No kids. They thought it's on a... Alienating kids. <laughs> go, go ahead, Daniel. We're the old person. Please ask your kids. Hey, gang, hey. Thank you. We didn't have no stinking spiders. Yeah, damn it, woman. I'm trying to talk. All right. Um, we used to collect spiders in a can. <laughs> the party not presenting anything that would show them as being um, torturers of drow and so forth, uh, are led further on into the city. We've had many drow attacks, the Minotaur tells you. We've had many, many horrors worse than the drow. Horrors worse than the drow? (laughs) Well... (laughs) Gee, that escalated quickly. Sorry. Every week I try. <laughs> it's amazing how often just that word comes up in conversation. Horror. <laughs> I, I really haven't heard that word Horror. quite as often as when we play this game. Horror. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like It sounded to me like he said whores. He did. He said whores. Whores worse than the drow. Uh, I'm thank just you. trying to imagine. They, they do not make Ding. much money, I would imagine. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> the drow even less. Yeah. Hey, sailor, looking for a stab in the guts? <laughs> Just constantly no, no scratching. Yeah. When they confused Ryder with Ryder, it didn't go well for yes. advertisements. It's been, Beyond it's been bad. <laughs> okay, All right. Before the, the whores that were drow, carry yep. on. All right. New England accent. Thank you. Have a nice day. I tried. Mm-hmm. We make fun of Daniel. That's only fair. The explanation given is that, you know, many bad things happen and the city tends to change after each night for kind of, but more sort of in tone because you you see the different bits of um, what look like past civilizations having added on to parts of the city. It seems to be the case here. Mm. Anything that the party wishes to engage this Minotaur on before we move? Um, go ahead. No, 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 go. I would like to roll a perception check to see if showing him the drow brooch that I'm carrying would actually make him more talkative, or if I think that anything drow related would make him like suspicious of us. Insight. Okay. Insight. That's the word. Insight. Yeah, let's do that. I meant mm-hmm. that. 19. Okay. 
you get the feeling that uh, this person is more on the side of good than evil. So probably showing something or telling a story or mentioning something would probably be a good thing in this case. Okay. Well, what about the the small pieces of of um, drow armor I gathered when um, I tamed Floppy? Get that drooly cloak out. Oh, because I still got it. The the one that that I turned into a poncho. Yeah, there's maybe showing uh, Fluffy's pseudo barding would do something. Um. All right. Uh. Well, first I'll I'll get it out of the saddlebag. I presume that any spider mount would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I don't know, do we want to do a coordinated effort, Lantaro? Yeah. Well, do you have that? Because I remember you giving Mithrin a gift, and then he kind of took it because he thought it was, like, a, it's one of the few nice, like... I, yeah, I gave, I gave, um, Mithrin the, the cloak. So Mithrin's got the cloak. I've got, like, braces and stuff that... Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. That, um, that the drow, basically, that, that fluffy spit up. Right. Um, when like he threw up the drow after eating it whole. Ba- yes. Yeah, baby's first teeth. Um, <laughs> Aw, that's sentimental. Well, in this case... Baby's this first person. Yeah, baby's first person. I'm looking to build a drow. How cute! <laughs> <laughs> he even left the braces intact. Oh, you're a uh. good boy. Alright. So, okay. yeah. Um, so, I guess a coordinated effort in this regard. Mm-hmm. So I get out of the brooch and look at you, and then we could show him. Nod. It's like a Nod. secret One, code. two, three. Like... Shazam. Okay. The Minotaur seems really surprised, but kind of seems to take it pretty well in stride. Battle trophies, I presume. But of course. Oh, not that. Not not the big spider. No, no. I he's my friend. The bracers. I wondered about that. Wasn't sure where you got that from, but it's... We've seen some of the drow that look like that spider, but are a bit more... For Horrific. Xanatari's... For Xanatari's sake, out of character, uh, driders are half spider, half drow. Usually they're a cursed battle form. Like Loth? Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of... In some versions of the game, if you screw up, you get turned into one of those. Otherwise, you're sort of the penultimate holy version of a warrior. Um, and by the way, for rabbits, uh, no, Fluffy is not a bard. Barding, it's horse armor. Another term for horse armor. So it has some junk on it. Um, but he can play a main bongos. Uh, yeah. Well, Absolutely. That's his new acquired power. It's his. Uh, it's the song of his people. The the Minotaur seems impressed, actually, uh, and it seems it doesn't. It, it takes a lot to get through to some of these characters so far. One, either a display of strength or your initial sense of respect doesn't go very far but you appear to be doing pretty good. The 
Minotaur talks about, tells, starts filling you guys in on some stories from past invasions where the entire party has, the entire city has been wiped out to nearly all but one pocket of um, a neighborhood. And largely it kind of sounds like uh, an all-out fight for survival or territory. It's, it's pretty brutal, pretty vicious. This is definitely a place either you cut your teeth or your teeth get cut. Um, they uh, they uh, invade from uh, up above through through the gates. From above? Oh no! That's actually to lock us in and keep the stuff out. We're always afraid that they're going to have been especially crafty during the daytime and found a way to waken an old one or something. Old one. Caesar. What? God dang it. All of a sudden, I started looking around for Cthulhu. Oh, God, me up. I was having a wonderful sleep. I was dreaming. The Minotaur, out of character, says, Well, apparently, this time they sort of failed in many of their roles, didn't they? To get that (laughs) one. Where's, Um, Where's my tea? So what you kind of understand is that when he's on pretty quick, that what happens is they seal the city and pretty much have this huge um, defensive run that they try to make against whatever comes out. I'm taking you to the source of this, where it always starts. Oh, and thanks. It seems to end. I hope to God it's not the old folks home. This is perhaps the best source that I can give you in this effort. Anything else for the Minotaur before we arrive? Well, before I forget, I'm going to put um, all the barding and whatnot onto Fluffy. Okay. Given that I've got it out. Okay. Um, would you like me to roll any sort of checks to see how fast I can do it, given that he wants to move on? Um, with the amount of time that's passed here, it's taken a pretty good amount of time to get there. So as you're moving along, it probably be able to get it done in time. All right. Um, and yeah, I throw the braces back into, uh, one of the side bags. Okay. Xanatari, I believe you have the giantess's ring still, by the way, the giant. The one I showed her that Cesar gave me. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, when I'm skinning the wolf pelt, which is the last thing I was doing uh, pretty much after she died, uh, mm-hmm. while I'm skinning the wolf pelt, I would slip it and the wolf pelt into my bag and just kind of, like, while everyone else is distracted, mm-hmm. talking to the minotaur. Jeez, okay. you're sneakier than I am. <laughs> take, take, the entire, take the entire hide off an animal and then, like, sort of slip it into your bag. Well, they saw me skinning the animal. I'm not trying to hide that. I'm trying to hide the fact that the ring is in the hide that I'm hiding in my bag. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've lost an opportunity to gain another ring in this in this instance. You have. <laughs> That's what happens and when you're chatting. We're going to call it the hot potato ring because it's been around. Well, not so much that, oh, but I <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say <horror> ring. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to say I was going to maybe try and pilfer the giantess's ring, but I guess given 
the light of the situation and only just reattaining Fluffy, uh, I'm I'm willing to overlook the fact that I didn't get the opportunity to pull for the ring. Okay. There is, um, as the party arrives, uh, is there anything from you or Mithrin, reactions to the city? How far are we going and where? Heading towards the center of the city, down the main avenue, and probably gone about three miles by the time it's all done. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. May Bahamut have mercy on your soul. Can we just pass the ragweed fields? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have, actually speaking of passing things, there have been a number of barricades and uh, barrier walls and a couple gates that you've passed through. Mostly energy-based and or magical. Do they seem to be, I want to say directed one way or the other, like which... Which way are they barring passage? Like, is it easier to from go one front? It's, it's easier to go towards the center than it is away. Okay. But the circles of protection that are in the area as well seem to be powering up. A very, very slow um, degree. Yes. Some, something like that. Okay. But, but, like, even slower <laughs> if, if it... Like there's a span of time was, where they charge. That was for the, then... the sake of time for the podcast. Okay, yep. <laughs> I thought my mic went berserk. Thank you. Nope, Mike did not go berserk. <laughs> I did. Um, at this point in time, I would like to look around for maybe a, like a, a, I don't know, a cardboard box or a crate, if I may. Um, you'll need to bear with me on this. Okay. Um, so I will roll. I will roll. Perception check. Mm-hmm. That's a twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Do I find a crate? Yes, you do. Okay, I pick up the crate and I pull some charcoal out of my pack that I randomly had in there. Mm-hmm. And I draw a heart on the crate on all four sides. Oh, gosh. And then <laughs> I walk through yes. the grid yes, yes. with the box in front of me. Does anything cool. happen to the box? No. All right, so I can I've, I have gained a new companion. <laughs> I see you. Okay, having had our Portal 2 moment for a bit in Portal 1, um, there's definitely, the closer you get towards this area that you're being taken to, you realize it's not actually the center of the city at all. There's a greater degree of city farther further down uh, from where you're at, but the whole place turns into this bunkered kind of fort area. There's no shops or stalls or civilians around. There is a high number of golems. A lot of uh, liveried wearing um, and armored minotaurs. And there's actually still that beholder that you saw earlier. Same one? Hmm? Same one? Same one. Well, oh, could be you, same one. Why don't, you, why don't you go up and ask it? Why don't you go marry it? Wait, what? <laughs> Nobody's gay for more man. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's Thorne's personal song. Say, He's been working on it. If, 
parents, if you don't know this, go ask your kids. <laughs> no, no. Minotaur kind of mumbles out of the side of its mouth. I wouldn't stare at the beholder. It has still a bit of temper to it. Do, do to I take that as a challenge? Let me have a look. Most likely. No. Good. You were brought through another series of gates and set into the ground in front of you is what looks like a diamond or metallic lid set into the ground. Like a manhole cover? Sort of like a manhole cover, sort of like, you know, one of the iris um, opening things on the, what's the Stargate? The Yeah, the Stargate series. Mm-hmm. Like a le- like, like the, an uh, aperture to a lens. Kind of, yes. But yes. it's set, it set into the ground, and whatever is covering the opening is closed. I believe they called it an iris. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Same, yeah, all that. Um, I would like to perform a theory check to, to evaluate how much this thing might be worth, just out of curiosity. Okay. If I don't drop my dice on the floor. Um, 25. A hell of a lot. The okay, cover I is dro- worth a lot? Yes, oh. the cover. Okay. Like precious metals and whatnot. I drop the ground in. Uh, drop the ground. <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> uh, I drop the crate um, in awe of this shiny, big, metallic, diamond type thing, and the crate smashes. I care the, not about the crate anymore. To your, to your perception, a a cubic foot of this thing would buy countries. Hmm. And. Um, it's roughly about a hundred yards wide. I I yammer and and kind of do what Mithrin did, kind of yelp a little bit, like must has in hands. Come hither. You, did you as, say a hundred yards wide? As you walk in, it appears to be a hundred yards wide, but as the magic of your uh, possessions that you have starts to take effect, the portal drops down to about 25 feet in um, circumference. So it's like a really big, expensive frisbee. Very big. It's a very yeah, yeah. big opening. So, uh, this is the the, the point of, of entry for their, your invaders you were speaking of? Yeah, this is where the horrors come from. Directly. This point of entry. Underground horrors. So, yeah. uh, how how do they get in? You are Seems correct. This is directly smart. into the arse of the Underdark. <laughs> oh, hey, whoa, no. Wait, the, uh. the, the Underdark? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know the about this. The of the drow. Yeah. Okay. The main of the spider goddess. Okay. I mean, I, I admit I'm filthy, but I'm not that filthy. Come on. If, uh, if this is the... The sphincter, it, it seems to be closed up tight. How, how do they get through? When it becomes night, it seems that the magics that we have in place always fail. Is there a large stick in this hole? No. Hmm. <laughs> do not. <laughs> do not. <laughs> 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 
I was just saying that the city might be uptight, that's all. <laughs> the magics in this place, you can feel, even untrained, you can feel just how old some of these carvings are, some of this magic that is in the room trying to hold um, the stuff at bay. I'm going to refrain from what I was going to say. There is... Why start now? In addition, <laughs> for each of you, um, whatever this... For the phrase, whatever goes bump in the night, in terms of just that sound that, you know, be under your bed as a kid that would just utterly terrify, terrify you, that is what you are um, starting to hear coming from that portal area. Like that unknown mystery popping noise behind my wall at about 11.30. Yeah, there's something, something is going on. By the way, if you don't know Daniel's schedule, he's talking about 11.30 a.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what, we are? <laughs> Just let it go. So, uh, if this is, you know, the entry point to, you know, at least a version of, of hell, basically, why is there a city built around it? Good question. I mean, I, I could I could understand the, the 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 fortress and the you know the barriers. You'd have to have some sort of line of defense to keep them out. But uh, why such the level of of uh, trade and and merchant dealings? It and seems residents. To be an, yeah, exactly. It it seems to be quite the unlikely uh, locale for for such a, a bustling center. Uh, I'm I'm inclined to agree with her though. Why the hell would people move and live here? Like. If there are bad things coming from this, as you put it, ass of the underdog. The Minotaur kind of shrugs, and you can tell clearly that he's not one much for trade, but the evils of profits apparently follow the evils below. There's okay. just such a period of time between night and day that those outside seem to think that a captive audience might be someone to trade with. Uh, yeah. Mm. They think they're trying to create the sense of desperation so people will come trade with them? No, it's just they've got a, an outpost here. Outposts tend to be fairly well protected and there's obviously the magical benefit to things. It's just pe people seem to forget that Occasionally, hell, hell comes ripping out. Hmm. Well, this has been a nice city. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, mm. but uh, I'm kind of thirsty. It? And uh, what time? Yeah. Oh, it's past my bedtime. No. I, I think I hear my pack calling me. Just yeah. a hundred thousand kilometers that way. They they say the... they forgive me and that I can go home. <laughs> the min the, min the, min the Minotaur seems a little flustered for a moment and then looks at Mithrin and responds somewhat uh, a little more dryly than toast. I believe indeed it is past your bedtime. 
In fact, it may be past all of our bedtimes, but we shall sleep soon enough. Uh, At which point... I want to high-five the mental. There is (laughs) what sounds like the most softest, most delicate music of bells and chimes as if they were hit by hundreds of thousands of spider legs. Uh, Well, I have to ask before we get too much further into this. We understand the Jaro coming out of this area, but does that mean, I mean, they're not going to make it through the entire Minotaur City, out of the labyrinth, out of the gate, hundreds of miles away, into our small little town from this hole. I understand that this is the entrance to the Underdark, but this doesn't seem to be the solution to what we're looking for, which is how did the drow get to our town and how are they getting out? Exactly. If I, if I, if I may, I'd like to... Uh, I'm going to use some out-of-character knowledge um, mm-hmm. and, and maybe do an explanation. Is that the drow actually have... Uh, thousands of tunnels. Think of them like humanoid ants, if you will. Um, well, I assumed got, that they, you know, that, but... They've got, yeah, they've got tunnels everywhere, so um, it's not um, unlikely for droughts to appear like hundreds of miles away from the original colony. Like, they've got, think of it like you've got the colony of ants, right? And then you've got, like, outposts um, for, the, for that colony, like, spread out, and there are tunnels that directly connect to the colony of Drow, um, which would mean that it would allow them to perform strikes outside of their colony. Well, I get that, but what's distract... our purpose here? Our purpose isn't to attack the Drow stronghold and kill them all with four of us, right? I mean, we're just looking for the yes. opening. That's really the problem. That's totally it. <laughs> Assault well, uh, the Drow kingdom. We uh, apparently thought it was a good idea to come here. That's what we were told by us. Hey, yeah, that's right. Quite a quite a good amount of resources to, well, to bring well, us maybe here Maybe Futurus is stupid. <laughs> maybe well, maybe, maybe some of Futurus. So far, nobody's seen Future Thorn. Hey. And we know what in the future. And we, and we know something may have scared Cesar back to uh, being a young young buck. <laughs> scared him so bad he got young. <laughs> Um, but yes, Xanatar, you are quite correct based on your current evaluation, um, where you were sort of looking for the crazy straw of drow entry, you kind of got the full end of the fire hose. Right. Um, unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, or perhaps it's just because of you guys, the room starts to get darker and take on... An ever-increasing black light sort of hue. I'm going to release Bert. Release him. Okay. Release the Kraken stone thing. Bert, 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 uh, Bert is flipping out. Okay. Bert is, uh, he is, Bert is trying to cast as much light as possible. Um... And the priest reaches out and touches Mithrin. Oh, hey there. Oh. <laughs> Show me on this wall where course, the priest touched you. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> tell me about your wasn't story. Wasn't around. 
for the last time this happened, but we've heard the stories. But I have a bit of a theory if you are willing to work with me and perhaps play a little of their own game. If this is what I think. Is this role playing or something? He's touching or... you and playing games. Yeah, I know. I say <laughs> like this is some kind of Okay, yeah. Alright, let's uh, hear what you got to say there, uh Priesty. I'm giving you a spell I that protects you from good. Hey what now? <laughs> protects you from good. From good. And and why would I want that? I usually like good things. This spell tends to lead a bit of a taint around the outside edges. Maybe they might think unintended word yeah. or fifth Wednesday <laughs> whose face is exploded. <laughs> like this is getting really dicey. <laughs> yeah. I'm, tainted. I'm tainted. <laughs> D four after dark. Yes, indeed. <laughs> or in Thorne's case, D four after breakfast. Hmm. Well, it's it's lunch now, so after lunch. Mm. 11's <laughs> second breakfast, somewhere around there. There we go, there we go. I can't decide if it should be worse horse than drow or tainted love. What do you think? <laughs> oh, tainted love. Tainted, tainted, tainted love. Horse. So many... Tainted horse. Tainted, tainted horse. Tainted love. Have a oh, tainted horse. Tainted horse. Ooh, dicey. <laughs> anyway, so this spell is going to make it seem like I'm bad. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm. And what is the advantage to this? I mean, I don't understand what what you're trying to get at, priest. I don't understand why this is an advantage. Camouflage. Perhaps you'll be one of the few to survive the first minute. Oh, yeah, sure. Cast away. (laughs) 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 Abandon your friends. How long does this last? A while. Hopefully. You're full of information. Great information. Um, He's like are, there any, library. are there any... Uh, you know, I don't mean to be wasting time here, but you know, since I have to be the guinea pig, uh, is are there any negative repercussions that are going to happen to me in the long term? No. Unless All right. you decide to enjoy the fact of being evil. Eh, nah. We'll see, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Anybody in the... I, any of you guys have a problem with this plan? Are you going to parade us like prisoners, or what? Why is this advantageous? You, you are actually, you are yeah. actually being. All of you are being offered. This oh, I was like, if he's just going to do oh, it. Oh, I thought it was just me. <laughs> yeah, oh, just okay. him. I don't think I need the spell. Uh, I will definitely need the spell, so I'll, I'll take it. I guess. Okay. Anybody not want it? Um, I'll refuse. Desert? Nope. Bring him on. Okay. Alright. Everybody has it, except for Thorn. Although, um, you do see that uh, it is given to Fluffy. And each of the mounts are also given a similar casting. To this great effect, the sound and of the chimes and bells and so forth continues to increase until there is uh, the realization that either the noise hid the opening of the iris, the sound of it, or the iris just vanished. Before the iris vanishes, I'm going to put Bert away real quick. (laughs) 
Because that okay. would blow the whole thing. The from the opening, much like in the Keep of the Shadowfell, for those who were back there and uh, participated, a large, in this case, giant, white rotting hand, an arm probably up to maybe six inches past the wrist, emerges holding a bone-covered, decorated, carved type rod in the air and emerge and, and comes up and then <laughs> yeah 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 think back yeah i know oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> insert rude comments about thorn's rod check <laughs> 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 He's done. He's just gonna sit there. You know, Plus it's all, experience the, once for everyone. We story, broke the dam. Story ideas are always so much better in the mind than they are when they get in front of this crew. <laughs> it's, so, it's, just, it's a spell of evil that you've cast. I hope you're happy. <laughs> I was laughing with you, Seth. Don't worry. All I can say is I'm glad it's not Opie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And with that, Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, leave us reviews, and follow us on Twitter at deathd4. And, as usual, Death Before Dishonor is entirely supported by listener donation. So if you would like to support the show, support the site, the paying for of the hosting and all that basic stuff, uh, you can go to deathdeforedishonor.com and look at the right-hand side where there are some colorful buttons and you can push um, any of them. Choose your own amount or choose one of the ones there for a one-time donation, which we always appreciate because the site does get expensive after a while with no one donating. So we thank you for your support and please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews and relationships between gamers. And you can find the Super Number One podcast with Kevin and Andrew at signalsmedia.com, which is our new network. Uh, join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?